calling all queens It's time we live out our dreams It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Getting financially free and we healing and hurting It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Loving me and all my queens cause we know we are worthy It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Getting financially free and we healing the hurting It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Loving me and my queens because we know we are worthy Welcome back to the 30 Girl Podcast. It is your co-host, Tia Noel. Hey, guys. It's your girl, Keisha Joe, And we are back after yes. a small hiatus. Yes. <laughs> School is out. School Summer is, is here. Absolutely. And we have a lot of time on our hands. <laughs> now that the kids don't have, well, I'm not going to say don't have, but, you know. We parents no longer have the... Um, no longer have to drop offs and pick ups and yeah. pack lunches and make sure this person is dressed and that person is dressed. Now we can just get up and worry about ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love the summertime. Me too. I feel like I get some of my sanity and some of my day back not having to worry about um, Malia and getting her up for school and all of that stuff that comes with it. So yes. I'm excited about summer vacation. I am too. You have any plans this summer for Ari? Um, so she's doing a few camps, um, this summer and then we have a little mini vacation and then that's it. Mm. Chill. We're chilling. We're chilling. Yeah. I'm sending Malia to Florida with, um, my sister for the summer. Um, after her baby shower in July, she's going to take her and Savannah, not for the whole summer, Savannah probably for just a week, but Malia will, will spend the rest of the remainder in uh, Fort Lauderdale. So yeah, she's, she's going to love that. that. Yeah. She loves going out there. It's her little escape from, um, baby life. Yes. Well, she's taking a baby <laughs> with her. So. Exactly. Yeah. So she loves it out there and yes. it's really, really nice. So yeah, so what else has been up with you since um, our little breaky breaky? I know. Um, nothing really. Same stuff. Just working. Just working, girl. Busy. Yeah, I feel like I have literally been running around like a chicken with my head cut off with work and work and work. Yeah. So... And then, you know, I think with ambitious women like ourselves, we, with loaded schedules already we pile on extra tasks and we want to always do more um so that has been a thing just you know not so much of pivoting but adding and perfecting our crafts and stuff absolutely I all like the dirty like <laughs> when ray tells me when is enough enough i'm like oh no i'm just i just like doing stuff yeah <laughs> and it brings me like i don't know how everyone else feels but it brings me peace to be busy like I do like my downtime that's why I enjoy entrepreneurship so much because you have the freedom of you know moving however you want and pulling back or relaxing and resting whenever you want 
Um, but I, I actually enjoy being busy. I like having stuff to do, especially when it's, when it's stuff that I love. That's Absolutely. And speaking of stuff that we love, um, in entrepreneurship in general, I know for me, um, makeup has always been a love of mine and beauty has always been a love of mine. Um, so during the hiatus and a little bit before, I think I've mentioned this on a past episode, mm-hmm. um, I've been dabbling in um, my own cosmetic line um, and I've started that journey and we are knee deep in yes. um, the, the manufacturing phase. Um, so I thought that this would be a great episode um, to kind of talk about entrepreneurship and business credit. Yes. Because that is one of your area of expertise and because that is kind of similar the phase of what I'm in now with um with my brand um the name of course is um MSM named for the initials of my daughters um because mm-hmm. they're super important to me and beauty is is something that I'm so passionate about and I wanted to dedicate this to them so um I'm starting that and it'll be launching soon um, and it's just a labor of love right now. I'm, I'm, like I said, in like the manufacturing phase and getting everything crossing my T's and dotting my I's. Um, so I just had some questions like about business credit and possibly in the future um, getting that kind of um, the business credit started or going. And I know that you're the expert for that. Yes. So ma'am. we are going to ask you some questions about that. Oh, so great. if you have a business and you're in the planning phases or in that phase, um, get your pencils and your pens out because this is going to be super, super informative and information that you're going to need. <laughs> yes. And I, I like to say that um, business credit really is its sauce to um, having a successful business. And it's not just so much of, you know, having credit in your business name or being able to get um, accounts in your business name, but just the the idea of separating your personal and business expenses and um, whether you know it or not, a lot of these companies thrive just off using their business information alone. So it's the secret sauce and I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah, so that's talking a, about this. <laughs> that's a good start. So how do you separate your personal credit, like your social, your business credit? I'm sorry, your personal credit from your business credit. How do you go about first? Let's let's back up a little bit. Let's back, 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 back up. <laughs> first and foremost, when you establish your business, yeah, what steps do you need to take? in the beginning to really establish you as a legit business because anybody can just go out here applying for business credit but yeah you you really want to establish yourself as a business in order to transition you into applying for that kind of stuff so what are some things that businesses need to do um to start to make sure that they can transition into applying for business credit oh yeah so um foundation is very very important it is going to be vital in even getting started with business credit with your business credit so structuring your business correctly um is the bulk of it that and it's it's very tedious in the beginning but you have to think long term and if you want your business to be around for a while then you will absolutely want it to be structured 
properly. So, of course, like you said, registering your business is one of this with starting business credit. So you would want to register your business with the IRS, which is getting an EIN number um, or tax ID number, um, as well as registering it with your particular state. So you do want that articles of incorporation from whichever state you're in, we're in Maryland. So you will want to register your business with the state of Maryland as well. Um, we use Maryland Business Express site. I know every state has a website and or office that you can look up. Just type it in Google somewhere um, or reach out to me and I could probably send you some links just so you're doing it correctly. Um, but that is absolutely where you will want to start first. So get your EIN. It is free. Um, and then your state does charge for you to register your business um, with them. So yeah, that's, in Maryland, that's, it's, it's 150 right? Yep. So it's $100 for Maryland, but then, you know, the $50 for our fees, for our system fees. Okay. Yep. Good. So first, the things first is register your business as a business. Um, and then let's talk about the difference with how you separate your personal credit from your business credit. So not having to use your social when you're applying for your business credit. How does that work? Yeah. So um, first, I want to say that some people are stuck between whether or not they want to set their business up as a sole prop, which is you are the business. Um, or if you want to LLC your business, which would allow you to separate, be able to separate your businesses so um, or yourself from your business. I always suggest that people LLC their business, especially if you want to stick around for five plus years, um, just to open you up to some more tax advantages and tax options later down the road. You do not have to necessarily file your taxes separately when you LLC your business just starting out but that is is and will be an option for you later down the road um so when to to completely separate it let's just go back to foundation so I'm going to list some things that you will need to even get started with setting up your business credit so of course I said um, articles of incorporation and EIN those are the number top two um, after that, you will want to make sure that if you're selling physical products or you want to do vendor events and stuff like that, you're selling online or person to person, that you also have a seller's permit or a sales tax and use license. Um, you can also get that with whichever state that you're in, um, but that is also vital with um and we'll talk about that later when it comes to like getting trade lines or ordering merchandise from wholesale vendors and stuff like that. Um, next, you will want to make sure that your business have has a home. Um, a lot of people start a business and their business doesn't have a home. So you need a social presence as well as a online presence. So a website, a domain. Um, if you don't want to sell your products online, you still need that one page site that'll say like, this is the name of my business. This is my contact information. And this is what we sell at least get that information out in Google, out in the ethers, right? So everyone mm -hmm. knows who you are. They can type your name in anywhere and something about your business is going to come up. Um, and the other key factors in starting business credit is going to be um, your business email. 
your business address and a phone number for your business. And definitely um, don't get a Gmail. I hate uh, that. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. And you know, that is a pet peeve of mine. Um, especially in my industry and with my clients, we we don't do that. And I encourage everyone to at least get a email address that is associated with your domain. So if your business is I'll use TS, for example, MSM um, Beauty, we need an MSMBeauty.com email address email as address. well. Oh You'll gosh. never walk into Target, Walmart, Chick-fil-A and ask to speak to the manager and they're going to say, oh yeah, my name is Bob, BillyBob at gmail.com slash Chick-fil-A. Like, no. He's not doing that. <laughs> Absolutely not. He's and I'm, not I'm, doing that. Literally had like tnol.com that domain since like 2011, and I've always had my makeup at tnol.com. Mm-hmm. Of course, I have the now it's sales at msmbeauty.com. Like, I've always had that, and it's not even expensive, no, like, it's, it's not. literally very minimal cost, minimal cost to, to domain to, to purchase your domain. Of course, if it's not already purchased and you don't have to broker it out. Um, it usually costs like $20 a year for your domain and then an extra maybe $5 a month or like, I don't know, 30 bucks a year to get the, to get an email address from it. It's really not expensive. So definitely invest in a professional email folks. I hate a Gmail attached to a business. That is definitely a pet peeve of mine also. Yes. I, I, it, it really grinds my gears because <laughs> <laughs> it it's just so easy to get one yeah oh my um, gosh. another thing too is going to be your business address so um and anyone who started business credit I know you've been in forums you've been on social media Facebook groups things like that where people have said that you need virtual addresses and um brick and mortar addresses or you know suite numbers and Things like that, unit numbers um, for your business address. I don't want to tell one that um, you can't do anything. First of all, can't is in our isn't in our vocabulary. And when you're starting a business, nine times out of ten, people are starting their businesses from their home. We work in our home. We have offices, designated spaces um, in our homes to run these businesses. So the business is inside the home. So I'm telling you, you can use your home address. However, I would suggest you just um, getting a, a PO box where you can get all of that mail transferred. You could do, um, or you, if, if it's, if it's better for you, go ahead and get that virtual address, but it is not needed. You would just want a distinct address for your business. Um, for the, that's all I'm yeah. saying. So articles of incorporation, EIN, um, domain, Make sure your business has a home. Mm-hmm. Um, eat what did I say? Email address and phone number. Oh, phone number. That's what I forgot. So your mm-hmm. phone number, you will want to make sure that that is registered um, in the four one one listing. A lot of times, when applying for business accounts, they will call your business line. They're not going to want to call your cell phone if you're if it's coming up as you as a person then um, that doesn't really show that you are a business. So you do want a business phone number. That is also a minimal cost and nothing is free, right? And I know a Mm -hmm. lot of people want to start a business and we hear and see a lot of times where um, people on social media are doing all of these things, but you don't know there's a lot of grind work that comes behind that. People are paying to make their businesses stand out. They're paying to push their businesses out to the masses. That's how we found them, actually. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so nothing is free and you do want to invest in your business and yourself as much as possible. So a lot of the thing, these things are going to cost you monthly. Um, so, so do set aside some, some funds for that. Um, next, I will say to completely separate yourself um, from your business before we even start applying for accounts is going to be finances. So you will want to open up a business bank account. Now you will need your articles of incorporation from your particular state to do so, as well as your EIN. So that is maybe like the second step after the foundation is secured um, with doing that. And that, that provides, you know, the separation. So not commingling expenses. You want to separate those expenses. So that is another key factor. Hmm. Okay. Yep. So the, the incorporation goes into um, getting the business account, the yes. business bank account. Okay. Yes. So that is also important. Um, it looks good. It makes you feel good having a bank card with your business name on it. Like it's just, I, th- I think the aesthetics of starting a business, everyone, let me just say this. Everyone wants to say that they're a business owner, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're not doing it right. It limits to limits you to what you can actually do with your business. So just doing it right, taking the time to get everything in order. And um, like I said, investing in yourself and putting yourself in like involving yourself in the business is what makes it personal. A legit business. Yeah. 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 It just makes you love it even more. I think Um, you have to love what you do. To, to want it to last so Agreed. definitely personal um your personal finances need to be separated and it's just better i'm not <laughs> i know me as the finance person i'm telling you to like not use your debit card for x y and z use your business um a lot some cash over on your business side for um you know those business expenses Hmm. Okay. So that's something that I need to do is do, um, is to do my business bank account, um, and then start using that for the expenses for the business. That's something that I haven't gotten to yet. Yes. And also, um, it's just when it comes to tax purposes and like I said, later down the road in the first few years, things are going to be mixed up. I don't think you can really avoid that. Mm -hmm. Um, but just having some type of, you know, system in place where you could see how much your business is making, where those funds are going to everything over here. And this on this business side is strictly for the business. And you know where everything is in one place. Right. Website Um, costs, all that stuff will come out of that business account. Everything. Um, And for those who don't want to separate their finances, like I said, that on the fence, on the line between being a sole prop and an LLC is get QuickBooks or get some type of accounting system where you could link your accounts. And then um, like, I think QuickBooks, I use QuickBooks for um, self-employed and I just go through my transactions and say, this is for the business. This is a split. Um, this was meals. This was office supplies. You can allocate all of those expenses out through a simple system like QuickBooks. Um, mm. And that is also an option if you want to, you know, use one account. 
So there's so many ways that you can separate your finances, but I do encourage that you know exactly what's being spent in the business as well as what's being made. Okay. Yeah. That's something that I definitely need to do. And of of course, beginning phases. So I'm definitely going to add that to my to-do list is separating out my expenses just so I, I know exactly what's being spent where and what's going where. Yes. Okay. So moving right along. So how do you suggest someone start building their business credit? You're just starting out. You have your business bank account. How do you start building it? Your traditional credit, we know we got to get, you got to get credit cards. You got to get this. You got to get that. There's a score attached to it. Does Mm -hmm. business credit work the same way? Is there a score attached to it? Uh, So how would I go about kind of starting on building that credit? Yes. So there is a score attached to your business credit. There's a couple of scores, actually. Um, One of them is called your Paydex, Paydex score. Um, And a perfect roundabout score for um, having good business credit is going to be at an 80. Um, And you could track your Paydex score um, by downloading an app called Nav. I use Nav. Um, and they show you everything. So to even have stuff report to your business credit side, you will also need a DUNS number. So um, visit Dun and Bradstreet to get yourself a DUNS number. It is also free. So that is, you know, almost like your business credit social. I know they say your EIN is your social. So is this Dun and Bradstreet. They go hand in hand. Um, So definitely get both. Um, And that way, when you do start applying for the starter vendor accounts, um, that information is being reported once you paid those invoices back. So if you're just starting out, um, I will give you a few starter accounts that you can get that will approve new business owners. And that is going to be Quill. They sell office supplies, Q-U-I-L-L. Um, that is a great vendor account for starting out. And they report to Dun & Bradstreet as well as Experian Equifax Business. Um, and they will report your purchases. So if you wanted to order, you know, stuff for your office, stuff for your business, any type of um, office or home supplies that you need, you can order that from Quill. They will invoice you um, or you just pay for it. And when you pay for it, they report it on behalf of your business. Hmm. Um, Another is Uline. So Uline is another wholesale business account, corporate account that you can get where you could also order just about anything. Please look these companies up. I'm telling you, you will save in a bulk. It's definitely um, from ordering on Amazon. I know Amazon has become a lot of our best friends <laughs> yeah, when it comes to ordering quick. stuff quickly. Um, but Uline, you'd be surprised. Uline and Quill actually deliver next day as well. Mm, okay. Yes. Um, so Uline will have you, if you use any boxes or if you're going to need shopping bags or anything like that for your business, you can get that from Uline on credit. They do a net 30 um, invoicing and you just will pay your bill back. And when you make your payment, they report it to the credit bureaus on your behalf and your business name. So that is how you would want to build your business credit. You need to create 
um, business or corporate relationships with companies to show, um, you know, financial history. You're ordering stuff, you're paying it off, you're building credit, just like your personal credit is the same. And anyone who knows or has been listening to the podcast, you need credit to build credit. Um, that's 100%. There's, yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> no, there's way no way it. around it. <laughs> there's absolutely no way around it it. yep and again like I said investing in your business so yes this stuff is going to cost you money so when I don't want anyone to think that um, business credit is just something that you can use and I'm saying secret sauce like it's cash that you don't have to um, ever pay back yeah Yeah. yeah. no you don't but the, the deeper you go into it and the more relationships that you establish with your business credit um and the terms in which they invoice you back, you have that leeway to, you know, buy stuff on credit, sell your products and use your, um, your return to your pay return. That stuff yeah. Back. yeah. Use what you make to pay it back. So yeah. you're saving upfront cash. Yeah, that's definitely a a good. I'm look. I'm on Uline right now. Looking like, ooh, I could get that. Ooh, I could yeah. get that. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. So after you've you've built up your business credit, let's say you get the eighty that looks good. Um, what can you do with the business credit? Um, what what are the what what are the the perks of having that eighty score? What can you get with that business oh credit? Oh my goodness! So once you hit that eighty, baby, so <laughs> that's when it opens you up to getting better credit. Like, I'm not going to say more. I'm just going to say better lines of credit with companies. So let me just say this. Regardless of what you see online, um, I know a lot of people push business credit, which is great, but I want you to know that your personal credit is also very important if you want those larger credit lines. Um, So for any accounts that are associated with money, so cash cards, credit cards, things like that, you will need to back those with your personal credit let me just say that um so you would have to personal guarantee or be a personal guarantor on like credit cards for your business um only until you get to a point where you have a hundred thousand dollars open and they could see in your history that you've maintained you know good rapport with these other companies and we can just look at your credit so it's kind of like a soft inquiry they just peek at it and be like oh her her personal credit is decent we'll go ahead and extend them credit on their business side with no personal guarantee but like i said there's levels to this Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and you would want to make sure that your accounts are established and you've been doing it for some time um so you could get a car in your business name just strictly with your ein like i said there is going to be a spot on the application for you to personal guarantee that vehicle um sometimes like i said it's that soft peak when they're just checking your personal credit or um they're actually putting you on as um the owner of the vehicle with that that loan um and then other major credit cards so any store that you shop at nine times out of ten they have a corporate side these businesses are using the exact same accounts, Walmart, 
Sam's, BJ's, mm-hmm. um, gas stations, when it comes to fleet cards, those are also very easy to get with your business. Um, yeah, you just have to build it. So the sky is really the limit. You can obtain anything in your business name. I'm, I'm talking, and if you have the, the cash, you can even purchase homes in your business in name. your business name wow absolutely yeah so the sky really is the limits if yeah. you get it and do right by it yeah um and build e- off even of it. Le- even leasing homes with airbnb being such a in-demand business as well as like toro people are getting cars and vehicles in their business name and then putting them on toro which is you know allowing them to build their business credit they're having that cash flow in every month um and then you know getting apartments in their business name or in their name and then you know renting them out on Airbnb. Renting them it's out. just so many ways to use business credit um these days that can help you out okay well that was extremely educational i feel like <laughs> after this episode i got a lot to do <laughs> yes but give yourself um at least a good year before you go out here trying to, you know, apply for some. <laughs> I was going to say, Louis, you, you are here, here as soon and as you open it. Yeah, well, let me going. say this. If your personal credit is in great standing, I'm talking 700 plus, um, and you've done everything correctly and you've already built, you know, that those, you have those starter vendor accounts, mm-hmm. you can, you can go right into it. I think a lot of things, a lot of times what stops people is um, cash. So just know, like, if you have the down payment for a vehicle and you don't mind being a personal guarantor on that loan, then by all means, go for it. It's not going to hurt you at all. Um, right. But for people who want to get to a point where they don't want to personal guarantee anything, um, or have their personal credit or things reporting on their personal credit as well as their business, then you would want to give yourself at least um, eight months to a year. Hmm. So next question, what if a person doesn't want to do any of this and they'd rather you do it? (laughs) (laughs) Is that something that you, is that something that you could do? And if you do like, what's your fee associated with like helping somebody do this from start to finish? Yep. So this is a service of mine. Um, I don't maintain your accounts, um, but you could always, you know, reach out if you have questions or, um, so I do have a vendor list, a very hefty, thorough vendor list on which accounts you can get, um, when you can get these accounts, when you should be applying for them, um, and things like that. I also help with business incorporation and starting up. The cost really varies just depending on where you are in the business. So if you're just starting out, um, and you need to get your business set up, of course, and you want to start business credit, all of that comes like in a package. Um, and of course it varies depending on which state you're in according mm-hmm. to the state fees. Um, but yeah, for you. Um, so I build businesses all the time and I'm literally building your business and handing it back over to you. So like I said, I'm not maintaining it. That is something that you will have to do. And with the business credit stuff, I do like for people to be involved in that. You don't want to know, you don't want to not know where your business stands financially. 
Right. Um, it's it's easy to, you know, pay an accountant or have someone do that stuff for you, but you still need to be um, at least have your hand on the wheel when it comes to your business um, financials. Yeah, I agree. That's that's definitely um, something that you shouldn't let somebody take complete control of. Right. Know what's going on, even though if you're not doing the physical work, just at least know what's going on. Right. Um, so. But I do have I do business credit consults. So um, and those are $150 an hour um, where we would just go over everything that we just talked about today, but in mm-hmm. depth. And we're actually <laughs> implementing that stuff right Going there on the phone. In a, with the plan, you're yes. doing this and, and you're doing that. Yes. And now that is for the people who are already established. Like you already have your bank account. You already have your business incorporated. Everything is done. We're just solely focused, focusing on you getting those vendor accounts set up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with that plan, you do get access to half of the vendor list. Um, I don't like to just throw the complete vendor list at people because I don't want them out here just all willy-nilly applying for things, getting discouraged when they get denied. So mm-hmm. the beauty, I will say this, the beauty of business credit is that you can apply for what you want and it doesn't hurt. <laughs> it doesn't hurt you. It's not the same with your personal credit. So those denials, I do look at those as like, um, okay, tell me why I'm, why I'm denied. So I know next time I come to apply with this company or for an account with you all, I can get approved. So a lot of times it's business phone number. It's your business doesn't have any um, length of credit history. It's we couldn't find your online presence, meaning they couldn't find your domain. That's why I tell people all the time to pay attention to those denial letters because they'll tell you exactly why you didn't get the account. And a lot of times you can appeal or give them a call and be like, hey, well, try calling me right now. (laughs) Or (laughs) (laughs) here's my website information. Um, And they will, you know, reconsider those um, applications a lot of times. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people get so discouraged with denials and it's like, no, why did they say no? That way you know exactly what to work on. Okay. Yeah. So we just got to stop throwing those in the trash because yes. as soon as you see it's not denied, you're like, whatever, ball it up. Yep. Put it in the trash. Yeah. You got to figure out why. So is it, is it the length of credit? Is it the amount of credit? Is it too many inquiries? Is it, yeah, and appeal that stuff. Give them a call. Okay. Well, this was good information. Super good any information for me and anybody else out here looking to start a business or in the midst of starting their business um, and really wanting to to do it, um, I wouldn't say the legit way, but the, the, the way and build credit and things like that. Um, so this was definitely informative. I'm, I'm glad yes. we did this. You, you helped me out. I, look, I might have to, you know get on your line and let you do all this for me, but <laughs> I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> yeah. I can walk. I, I will walk you through it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get it rolling. It's just a lot of work, but it's a labor of love. Like I said, this business is something that I've been wanting to do for a while. Um, and I really went to school to, to do my esthetician stuff and stopped when I got mm-hmm. pregnant with Savannah. But, um, I was really looking for like work-life balance. Yeah. And then 
Um, I actually got that work-life balance in my full-time job, but I still want to pursue this avenue because it's something that I'm really, really passionate about and I know a lot about. So within all of the other stuff that I'm doing, the Arbonne stuff that I'm still doing and all that, I, I want to um, get this started and put that out there. And I'm super excited to share it with everybody. I know I always yes. send you all the updates and everything. So I'm super excited to share it with everybody yes. else too. I'm when, excited also. When the time comes. So look out for that. Um, what 30 sometime? girl doesn't love good skincare? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. It's definitely yeah. a necessity. And again, we're going to be launching the skincare line first because your makeup will look like trash if your skincare is not one point. So we're going to teach you how to do skincare properly and incorporate that in an everyday regimen. Um, so it's simple, it's easy, it's clean, and it's going to make the other makeup that we launch later this year smooth like butter <laughs> yes, i'm excited <laughs> me too so look out for yes. that but this is definitely informative so i appreciate you giving us the little um tidbits into business credit yes and if you're looking to be a guest on the 30 go podcast uh drop us a line let us know that you would like to be on you don't have to own a business if you want to talk about some hot topics going on we would love to have you as a guest um, head up the website, drop us a line on Facebook or Instagram. We would love to have you on. Yes. And if you have any other questions in regards to setting up business, structuring your business correctly, um, getting started with your business credit, follow me at the 30 girl or visit my website at 30 girl.org. I would love Yes, ma'am. The 30 girl got yes. all the, the, the financial knowledge for us. Yes, I got the keys. Oh. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. Our own little Key financial planner. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yes, you guys well, for listening. Yes, and we later. will catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.